turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Woo! Happy Friday! <laughs> I wish... I... <laughs> that's a little bit... that. That's uh, my, my slip is showing. My Freudian slip. That's my wish list. Woo! It's Friday night. Oh, yeah! It's crazy. It feels like it has been... Uh, a, a long week already, and it's just Tuesday. But you know what? It doesn't matter if I've had a donkey day or not or a long week or whatever. Anytime I get to come in and share this time with you all, it's just an honor and a joy. Uh, it it feels like and I need to turn an hour into 10 because there's so much. I feel like I've got a show planned for you guys. We've got great guests tonight. We've got Jenny Beth Martin back from Tea Party Patriots. We've got Rachel Alexander from The Stream. We've got Matt Valenti, who broke a story today uh, in San Diego with a serious accusation against uh, the city attorney. Uh, so just when I thought I had everything all planned out, then, you know, there's breaking news as we, we come into the show. Uh, so, again, it's an honor for me to have you guys with me because you have lots of choices with where you get your news and opinions. And speaking of opinions, uh, he's got lots of them, and uh, sometimes he shares them re- regarding food and how to bedazzle a jacket and other types of, of things. And, it's, of course, it's the man who would take your calls if you want to call in, 888-344-1170. It's DJ Carrotsticks. DJ Carrotsticks. I have a lot of good political opinion as well. You do. Um, you don't tend to share them on air. Um, you're actually even careful on the breaks to not say certain things to me because <laughs> it's a hot mic and people will hear what you have to say. But what you are, the one political opinion that you're quite open about and you're quite out and loud and proud about it is your affinity for a certain brunette who today discovered for the first time in her life what a garbage disposal was. Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Did you see the video of her? Google it on the break, man. She ain't never seen a garbage disposal. Seriously. It's like she goes in the kitchen, thinks she's flipping a light switch. Well, my gosh, what is that? She's literally like those women. There was a TV show for a while going around called I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant. That is AOC. She's one of these women that all of a sudden's got a got a baby crying out of her. And, oh, my gosh, what, what was that? I'll what do the you- dishes for her. <laughs> Well, on a serious tip, though, I did hear that there there is an explanation for it that I guess in New York, and I heard this on Rush this morning, I guess in New York City, uh, they don't have garbage disposals because the garbage truck unions uh, felt a little threatened by how that might impact and minimize the trash. So, you know what, better better to have lots of trash hanging around for rats. and No wonder they got a rat and a cockroach problem in New York. It's the union's. Seriously, it's insane. Uh, There was breaking news uh, today uh, that came about this afternoon, not right as we went uh, to the show, but certainly information is still leaking out about it. We had another school shooting in the U.S., and um, DJ Karastix and I were watching the monitors and looking for information regarding it. And the images of this was evidently at a school, that a STEM school that had everything from kindergartners K through 12 school. And so this was not just a shooting, no fatalities so far that I know of. I think a couple people with, you know, 
serious but not critical injuries. There's varying levels of seriousness of, of injuries involved in the shooting. I think it's called Northridge maybe in Colorado. Um, but the images of these little kids crying, it just, oh, my gosh, how can you see that and see the terror in these kids' faces and not just – so my heart just goes out to all the victims and their families and the whole community. This evidently is not very far from where um, Columbine was. and so Only seven miles away. Only seven miles away from Columbine. But DJ Carrot Sticks and I, it was like a knife in our heart when we saw the images on the TV, these little kids crying. It's just unbelievable. Initial reports were – that we're going to keep an eye throughout the show to see if there's additional information. But I guess initial reports was that it was two underage shooters from the school. Uh, updated reports, not releasing the names. One person is underage, is a minor, and maybe a student from the school. And the other is an adult. There was some implications I heard earlier from a mom saying that they were targeting her daughter. I don't know if that's been substantiated. I don't know in what way or why they would have been targeting her daughter. So, um, But whatever caused this to happen this is it's just horrifying absolutely horrifying this did not happen i've said this many times i grew up in the deep south everybody had guns they were on gun racks in the parking lot at schools and this kind of stuff didn't happen back then last week we we talked about how rabbi goldstein from san diego talked about how we need to bring god back in our schools we took god out of our school and out of our culture children aren't raised anymore to care about life to feel connected to a higher power beyond themselves and really i have to think i have to connect the dots with these increased shootings as well as the increased suicides and and all the other issues that our teenagers and young people have today that we didn't have in my generation. And DJ Carrot Sticks and I, we're not old. I'm older than you, DJ Carrot Sticks, but not by a huge amount. But just what's happened in our culture just since we were in high school, it's unbelievable. It's at a rapid pace of of very scary stuff that's going on. I think it's a combination of a lot of factors. I have to think it's not just take, take God out of society we're also raising kids to where they're they're not they're they they don't they're not being raised to to have to deal with adversity. Uh, you, when you when you raise somebody to to where they get a trophy for everything, they're never told no. They get whatever they want whenever they want it. Uh, they they don't have to play outside. They don't have to use their imaginations. They're inside all day long on these video games. Half of them are horrific with terrible images. They're bombarded all day long with graphic. Se- their children are being sexualized now. They're being exposed to things that children never were exposed to before. And it's just it's just a, a, a I think a perfect storm. Uh, that culminates into why we the bullying that's going on in social media. And it's just, you know, I posted an article on Facebook today with this young go- golfer gal. I don't follow professional golf. I didn't know her name, but she's had to leave social media because when a picture was posted of her playing golf with Rush Limbaugh and Donald Trump in Florida, she was she was bullied off of, of social media. And this is an adult woman who was like, I can't handle this. So, uh, you know, we've coarsened our culture. And I tell you, the left is primarily responsible for everything I just outlined right now. Every bit of it, from taking God out of society to pushing these video games to the coarsening of our culture to sexualizing children, pushing for the fact that uh, to having schools take over parenting of these kids and pushing all this, this social justice culture nonsense, telling them all day long they live in a horrible country that hates people. What do you think? Telling them conservatives and that they should hate certain people in this country? Anyway, um, so if we if there's any additional news on that. Speaking of hate, uh, the it was nothing but hate against President Trump, which was what was behind every bit of this phony Mueller investigation. It's behind, uh, and, and it uh, was nothing but a coup attempt, a takedown. 
We've talked about that many times on the show. It did not go away because Mueller didn't find any collusion or any even remotely credible allegations of obstruction. Yesterday, we talked about Al Green admitting that they got to impeach Trump because otherwise he's going to beat every all 20 of the other Democrat hopefuls. So what? So it's, it's the ongoing attempt to destroy President Trump, to undermine not just his administration, but the will of the United States of America the citizens. What do we have today? We, we had Trump after he sat back and cooperated far more than I would have if I had been president or any other president. He let it ride. Mueller comes back and says there's nothing. So then he says, you know what, I'm not, going to, I'm not going to contribute anymore and enable any more attempts to take me down. So no, so the IRS said we're not going to release the tax forms. Uh, McGahn was told not to cooperate with the subpoena because, you know what, it's supposed to be over. And then what happens? The New York Times, the New York Times releases information on its taxes. Not all the tax reform, uh, forms, but enough of it. Who in the deep state? You know, I, I, I've said this all along. I'm not buying that it was just a few people at the top because they're mostly gone. But yet we still have these leaks coming out. Who within the, in the administration, who within our government released this to the New York Times? There's far too many of these deep state douche nozzles. And I tell you, one of them was appointed by Trump. And his name is Christopher Wray, who dared to come out and issue some nonsense that the FBI, we don't spy. I didn't like him the day he was he was appointed in that job. He's nothing but Comey with slightly better hair. And you know what? I will tell you this. He's not even as good as, as Comey was in terms of answering questions in front of Congress and hiding his deep state crap. It's ridiculous for Christopher Wray to go against Bill Barr. Of course... It's spying. He, he used some, uh, that's not the term I would use. Uh, lots of people have different colloquial phrases. I believe that the FBI is engaged in investigative activity. And part of that includes surveillance activities of different, ugh. This is ridiculous. This is the deep state establishment at its absolute worst. This man should have never been appointed when he sat there with Peter Strzok in front of Congress. I think it was Peter Strzok, or maybe it was McCabe. I don't remember now. I pulled a lot of sound bites from him, and I said at the time, this guy is no better than Comey. He's all about the institutions. And how do we know that he's no better than Comey? For him to say, he went on to say, that he hasn't seen anything personally that shows that there was anything, any untoward activity. I think I haven't seen any evidence of illegal surveillance. Well, maybe what he needs to do is read the article that Victor, that Victor Davis Hansen came out uh, today with the fright of James Comey. And he says the Comey attacking Bill Barr right now is a preemptive strike because if he comes out against Barr and then Barr files charges against him, then he can say that it was retaliation for his criticisms of Barr. But he laid out quite effectively in a few different instances here, uh, point after point after point of all the ways that Comey, for example, that he submitted dossier evidence. uh, He failed, misled the FISA judge. By submitting a dossier evidence, not telling them that it was co- compiled by a contractor paid by Hillary Clinton. He didn't reveal that it was an ex-British spy, Christopher Steele's work, that it was unverified. That Steele's relationship with Comey's FBI had already been severed due to Steele's unprofessional behavior. That submitted news accounts of collusion were, were uh, in circular fashion based upon the dossier itself. That, is, that means that those FISA warrants to spy were illegal. How in the world do we have now Comey's replacement as bad as Comey? This is an outrage. 
particularly the and and now we've got more and the Victor Victor Davis Hanson article goes on to talk about all the different uh, leaks. The seven pieces of government property after he was no longer an FBI employee that he went and stole and leaked to the media. He said if in this article, he said if that had been anybody else, they would already been in jail for these different felonies. So don't tell me, Christopher Ray, that you haven't personally seen any evidence of anything illegal happening. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to pick up this conversation with my gal. Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots. She's got a lot to say about this. Jared Kushner called in the GOP today, revealed his immigration plan. We've got to talk to Jenny Beth about that and other topics when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Can you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30-year mortgage. We're a privately owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out. One day at a BK short seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30-year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Retroid Mortgage is licensed by the VRA 01943736 and NLF Loan 32583 and is an equal opportunity lender. Hi, folks. Jim Peterson with Solar for America. Look, the summer months are fastly approaching, and the fact of the matter is the utility rates have already announced kilowatt-hour rates to near double the next 48 months. Plus, the solar federal tax credit is going from 30% this year to 26% next year, so the incentive is going down while the rates are rising. How do you mitigate that? You call Solar for America right now. 888-626-3335. 888-626-3335. Look, rates are rising. The federal incentive is going down. It takes seven minutes or less to go solar. I've got the best terms, so your payments are going to be less than half of what you're paying the utility company, and you're going to have solar panels on your roof producing clean, renewable energy. Solar for America, right now, seven minutes or less to go solar. 888-626-3335. That's 888-626-3335, or at solarforamerica.com. California CSLB 1045872, 1050201, and 1050133. 
Liberty Tobacco is San Diego's oldest independent tobacco dealer, and here's Jim to tell you what's new. Thanks, Dennis. At Liberty Tobacco, we're always working to bring tobacco lovers the best products available. On Thursday, May 23rd at our Kearney Mesa location, you can experience some of the hottest blends on the market. Join us for our Oliva Cigar Company event. Oliva has a portfolio of award-winning blends and cigars that are continually in the running for top cigar of the year honors from Cigar Aficionado. They're always in demand, always enjoyable, and are top-notch handmaids through and through. So don't miss the Liberty Tobacco Oliva Cigar Event, 4 to 9 p.m. on Thursday, May 23rd in Kearney Mesa. We'll have food, raffle prizes, and phenomenal deals. We're even raffling off a brand new humidor. We'll see you at Liberty Tobacco in Kearney Mesa on Thursday, May 23rd. The best pipes, the best cigars, the best tobacco, terrific people. They're open seven days a week. Liberty Tobacco. AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. I'll try to squeeze in. I've got a packed uh, show tonight with some amazing guests, but uh, we will try to squeeze a call in or two if you want to call in and uh, share your thoughts on anything from the school shooting today to Christopher Ray. New York Times releasing uh, private information of Donald Trump with his taxes or just whatever you got on your your little mind tonight. 888-344-1170. Joining me now is Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots. Hi, Jenny Beth. Welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Andrea. Okay, so before the break, I was talking about Christopher Ray, who's, to me, he's Comey with only slightly better hair. I'm not even sure he's as bright as Comey, to be honest. So he comes out today in some hearing uh, knowing that spying, you know, had been so controversial, even though we all know that they spy. So then Ray comes out today and says, well, that's not a term I would use. What are your thoughts? I um, heard a little bit about that exchange. I did not I did not see the whole hearing. And I just said, they're thinking, come on, give me a break. Surveillance is just a fancy word for spying. And do you really think you might be able to sit on Capitol Hill in Washington, D.C., where people actually pretend reality does not exist Mm -hmm. and get away with saying that? But in the heartland of the country, we know what surveillance means. We know what spying means. And when you have somebody working for our government going and talking to somebody on a campaign in a working on a presidential campaign in a foreign country trying to get information from the person but not telling them the truth about who you are what else would you consider that other than spying there's no other word for it and if judge judy had been there at questioning him she would have said don't you know don't pee on my leg and tell me it's raining how in the world do we have the head of the fbi so weak need so focused on uh somehow being so obsessed with the institution itself i guess which is why he wouldn't be honest uh, that instead of uh, what I liked about Bill Barr is that he was just an honest, straight up dude. And you know what? It's about right and wrong for him. It's not about image. It's like Christopher Ray is. And I saw this in the hearings before. He's obsessed with um, the um, the appearance of the institution and how people and how it's perceived versus What's actually going on inside this institution and whether or not it's it's being lawfully done. And it's clear to me that he doesn't care when he came out and gave that press conference and talked about how his how he was going to deal with the problems in the FBI was have sensitivity training or some kind of crap. I couldn't even believe it. 
Yeah, it just, it, I don't, I don't, I think that you're right. He is trying to protect the institution that is the FBI and what either he does not realize, which would not make him very smart or does not want to admit is that the best way to protect the institution of the FBI is to shed light on it and make sure we get to the bottom of this so that we can restore the trust between the people of this country and the FBI. But right now, there is, the trust is shattered. And if you do not restore that, we're going to keep moving into the future, mm-hmm. and we're moving into the future on a very shaky foundation. And exactly. that should concern all of us, regardless of your political affiliation. Right. The, the FBI and the Department of Justice are our top law enforcement agencies and, and justice officials in the land. And to hear an FBI director obviously be more concerned about perception and image, like he's some kind of Hollywood director or some kind of executive at a movie movie uh, outfit like Warner Brothers or something instead of being a, a gumshoe what, it, what was the name for it? they called them gumshoes or whatever it was um, you know the the G the G men or whatever right. you know it, it, it's he's supposed to care about law and order and it's clear that that's not what his what his mission is his mission is all about perception not uh, dealing with the reality of what's happening there and you're absolutely right there will be no restoration of trust in that agency or that department until People like Comey, Strzok, Page, McCabe, charges were recommended for him a year ago. He still hasn't been prosecuted. You look at the speed with which the FBI and the DOJ went after people like Mike Flynn and the way they went about doing it. Comey bragging about the way they set him up in, that, in, in the means with, oh, we couldn't have done that under the Bush administration. The way they took down Roger Stone and Manafort, the speed with which, which they did all that in, in McCabe. Still is walking around doing a book tour. It's outrageous. And, and Trump really needs to fire Christopher Ray. And, and uh, got to move on from there, though. I don't know if you heard the latest news. It broke before, and I haven't even had a chance to really get inside of it. But we've talked before on the show about uh, the crisis that's at the border. And it is unbelievable. It's disappointing that it's not enough, you know, being talked about. It's like we've with so many breaking news and stuff happening every day, it's kind of little by little. It's not a a, a part of everybody's at the forefront right now. Jared Kushner, I guess, called in the GOP. I don't know how he became the front man, the point man for our immigration policy, Um, but he, I guess, revealed the new immigration plan to the GOP. And here's the two points that I got out of it. Uh, One is that he supposedly wants to beef up security. Okay, well, what does that mean? We we need the wall, okay? And And we need the wall, and we also need to get rid of, and this wasn't mentioned that I could find, we need to get rid of the policies to where um, they're being released and after they've been given an EBT card. Um, The other thing that's controversial is that his plan is to keep the legal uh, immigration at the current levels, just make it merit-based. We need to halt immigration into this country. Yes, I I am with you. You know, I I don't know the details, so I don't either. That's all I read. That's all I heard. And what I am hearing, I have the same questions you have. Okay, what about the wall? We expect a wall. I'm here. I'm reading that they want to modernize ports of entry and make sure all people and vehicles are scanned. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. And one way to do that is to make sure that you have a wall because otherwise you don't have a port of entry. You have an open border. Mm-hmm. And then um, when the other part is 
he's talking about creating a merit-based system to give preference to those with job skills rather than relatives of immigrants already in the country. I'm getting that from the AP. Okay, um, what about the people who are coming in right now? We've got a crisis on the border right Right. now. There are people abusing and exploiting our refugee and our asylum system. They're exploiting that right now, and they are are, um, exploiting very bad court rulings that we have had from federal judges around the country that should not apply to the whole entire country, and yet somehow – uh, one judge in California or Hawaii can make decisions that affect the whole country. Right. I, so I, I, I think you've got to secure the border and address what's happening right now on the border. And then we can come back and talk about a merit-based system or visas or anything else you want to talk about. But right now, we have to stop the bleeding. Right. And I think right. and I think that that means bleeding from illegal immigration as well as legal immigration. We stopped the uh, the immigration process for I don't know how 20 years or something after we had uh, the influx that came in um not at the turn of the century. I think it was after the 30s or the 40s because the people that had come in they wanted to give them the government wanted to give them an opportunity to assimilate in, into our culture which has to happen and so it was stopped. For a long time, we we are so overwhelmed right now with the illegals and dealing with the crisis that we've got, as well as we still have chain migration. We still have birthright citizenship. We still we have um, the felons in MS-13 and the release. We still have all these asylum people that have been released. Why would we then continue? It's the same system that has to deal with the illegals as the legal. And if our system is overwhelmed, why would we even continue to bring anybody in on our merit basis? Particularly since we've got, what, 3% unemployment, 3.6% unemployment. We've, you know, we've got enough Americans that, that need work. So I, it doesn't make sense to me. I got to, in the one minute I've got with you left, I got to shift gears because one one big story everybody's talking about is that Biden is up by 30 percent. I think that's good news for us if that holds, because he well, has got to be about the, he is like Hillary part two. He's that bad. Jenny Beth. Right. I think that people would see him as a continuation of um, what we had with President Obama, which is the way that they saw Hillary Clinton as well. And he says he wants to re- remove the Trump tax cuts. He wants to roll those back. OK. Well, that would be taking us back to where we were with Obama. We have great economic growth right now. It's affecting households and families and the single wage earner in this country. We don't want to depress that. We want to keep it growing. So if it if it winds up being Biden as the nominee, I think that we wind up having a contrast between the two futures in the country rather than just a referendum on whether people like President Trump or not. And even in that case, I think President Trump will will be okay but it i don't think it's going to if it's biden i don't think it's just a referendum on whether you like the president or not well i think i think it's a referendum on socialism because a, yes. a polling came out yesterday and the numbers weren't good the american people by and large and i i'm not sure why this recent polling like a year or so ago bernie almost got the nomination in 2016 people were shifting towards socialism and they're shifting away could be the images coming out of venezuela jenny beth martin it, 
right? <laughs> it, it absolutely could be. And we're seeing the right now what's happening also is that we're seeing the positive benefits of re, re, a reduction in taxes and a reduction in regulation. Mm-hmm. So many people my age and younger never experienced that in their adult life. We may have known it as teenagers with President Reagan, but we did not experience it the same way we are right now. And certainly people who are younger who don't even remember President Reagan. Absolutely. So, and that, and they're trying. Hillary Clinton had to say over the weekend. Well, you know, you can't just vote on the economy. Even when back in the nineties, it was the it's the economy, stupid, which is what Eelhead was saying at the time. Now she's like, well, there's other reasons to vote for somebody besides the economy. <laughs> that was just that was just absolutely stupid of her. What a stretch. I mean, they're grasping for straws, even though they've outlawed them here in California. <laughs> that, that's true, but it's just another privileged elitist comment that she would make. She doesn't understand that the economy actually matters to the average American in this mm-hmm. country because it affects the quality of life we're going to have. Absolutely. Jenny Beth Martin from Tea Party Patriots, thank you for all you do for liberty and for freedom. I appreciate it. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. All right. Now, stay tuned because we got Rachel Alexander from The Stream coming up. Uh, a couple of topics to talk about with her. Big Tech is continuing its censorship. They ain't stopping. It, you know, they still got that video of kids chanting and singing about cutting off heads while they've still got major conservatives being banned everywhere. Uh, there's a possible solution to that. And Rachel Alexander from The Stream will be here to explain. Don't go anywhere. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170 The Answer You could send the child in your life to a public school, but why? When you could send them to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half the normal price with the Answer San Diego half-off tuition program. That's the 2019 and 2020 school year for half price. Log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com or tap the Answer San Diego app for a complete list of participating schools. Then call 844-800-5757 now to enroll your child. When you call, you can put the entire half-price tuition on your credit card. It's that easy, but these outstanding tuitions are going fast. So call today, 844 844- 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. Explore your options with schools like Trinity Christian, Victory Christian, Coastal Christian Academy, and Valley Christian Academy. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com or call 844-800-5757 before these tuitions are gone. That's 844-800-5757 or TheAnswerSanDiego.com.
HelpWantedSanDiego.com presents the world's worst boss. The one who posts jobs on huge national job sites. Looking for anyone with a pulse. We'll just call him Dave. Oh, Lindsay, come in. Looks like little Nathan is fitting right in at the office. He loves bringing your child to work, Dave. How would he feel about a more long-term position at the company? What do you mean? Well, there's an opening in senior management. I think Nathan would be a perfect fit. He's six? Well, HR wants me to find better candidates than those huge online job sites. And Nathan is local, so what do you say? Uh, Something in accounting, then? He looks like he's got a head for numbers. He's in the first grade. He literally just learned subtraction. Oh, good enough for me. I'll see you both here on Monday, 9 a.m. sharp. But he has school on Monday? Oh, school's overrated. I'm offering on-the-job training. Don't be a Dave. Find your perfect local employee at helpwantedsandiego.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster bosses everywhere. They post jobs on the big national job boards because they really don't care. Please do not write us to tell us you're a Dave who was insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. It's no secret that we have bad water in San Diego. Strange odors, chlorine taste, new disinfectants. You get the picture. What you need is Superior Water's Water Boy Whole House System. It removes all the harmful stuff, descales, lime scale buildup, and leaves you with fresh fresh-tasting mountain spring water from every tap. Superior Water launched their company right here on KCBQ over 20 years ago. Now they're offering the answer Waterboy discount. $500 off any Waterboy whole house system. Call 1-800-WATERBOY today for a free estimate and water test. The Waterboy also extends the life of your appliances and even improves dry skin. The Waterboy has five-star ratings and is maintenance-free with the best warranty in the business. Call 1-800-WATERBOY and ask for the answer Waterboy discount. That's 1-800-WATERBOY or visit superiorwater.com. And remember, Bad water is a serious problem, and the Water Boy is your answer. Make the change this spring to have fresh tasting water from every tap. Superior's water from every tap. It's a whole house system in a snap. So get great water you'll enjoy. Call 1 800 Water Boy. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K., the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170 if you would like to chime in. I don't know what made me think about this during the break, but uh, it, I, I don't know. But did you guys see, did you care, Sticks, did you see an article on Drudge about the couple that died from the plague because they were, they ate something, uh, a marmot or something? Yeah. No, I didn't yeah. know the plague was still around. I didn't know either. So just here's my public service announcement. Don't go eat no raw marmot. I don't even know what marmot is. I'm thinking it's something maybe like a nutria, like swamp rat or something. I don't know. So anyway, um, something about hearing a spot about dirty water or something made me think about the plague. I don't know. Anyway, uh, you know what's a plague right now? What's a scourge is the fact that big tech there is, is silencing conservatives. Control the message and you control minds. Control minds and you can control election outcomes. And that's really the play that's going on. And so everybody's been asking the question, what's the solution? What do we do? Because big tech, they're private companies. I'm even hearing conservatives say, oh, too bad, Laura Loomer, that you got, you got banned. They're private companies. You can do what you want. Well, Rachel Alexander from The Stream has an article out, and there may be a solution. And she's here to discuss that and more. Hi, Rachel. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Okay, first of all, do you know what a marmot is? Have you heard of a marmot? Vaguely, I did see that on Drudge. It almost seems like to be almost like, like historic, prehistoric, or like a really old kind of rat. <laughs> well, yeah, it's um, it's kind of a horrifying story. This kind of got me gripped. It's like a train wreck. I can't turn away from it. I can't stop thinking about it. Uh, yeah. we, we actually eat rat in Louisiana. I don't, but we eat swamp rat. People eat nutria in Louisiana. I just, I, it's shocking to think that people have died of the plague. 
Um, but anyway, moving on uh, to the plague <laughs> known as uh, silencing the denial of people's free speech, uh, civil rights, or is it a denial of that? The argument, Rachel, is that big tech, they're private companies. They've got a right to do what they want to, you know, restaurants put up signs. We have the right to refuse service to anybody. Not really. If you're a cake baker, you're supposed to bake cakes for whoever wants one. Um, but you have an article out that if they get declared a publisher, then it's different. Explain to me, because I've heard other people suggest that before. How would them being declared a publisher make it to where they can't ban anybody? Yeah, they're trying to have it both ways, pretend that they are a publisher and a platform. And if they're a publisher, then they're treated like a news magazine, um, you know, like any of our, our, our news sites. And they are open to liability because if they print something that's defamatory, they print something that, you know, infringes on, you know, intellectual property, um, they are open to being sued. And so what they've been trying to do is they've been pretending that they are actually just mere content providers and they are exempt from being sued under Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act, okay. because under that, they're not liable for content users posed on their site. Okay, so then help me connect the dots between the fact that now they would be open to lawsuits for if somebody's defaming somebody or whatever. Connect the dots to that to where they could be they could be sued by Laura Loomer. She is suing Twitter and CARE. Um, but, but connect the dots for me how, how that means that they can be sued for banning somebody. Well, as publishers, they get way more discretion. So, um, I'm sorry, they get way less discretion. I apologize. So, as publishers, you know, they might, Laura Loomer might actually be able to get somewhere in her suit. She might be able to show, you know, hey, they were discriminating against me based on viewpoint discrimination. Um, Whereas, you know, if they're content providers, um, she might not have a platform to sue because they're just merely providing the avenues for the information. Well, but the, but they're not only providing the avenues to certain people, and I think that's where the discrimination argument comes in. I, somebody posted yesterday an interesting thought. They said, well, Donald Trump lost a lawsuit or there was a lawsuit filed against him or something that he's, he was no longer allowed to block anybody on Twitter because since he's the president of the United States, he could not deny citizens access to his messaging. Well, then by them banning Trump supporters, aren't they banning citizens from being able to access the president of the United States Twitter feed? Yeah, they're essentially acting as publishers. And even though I don't like this district court decision, because I think that, you know, there's a certain, you know, right of Trump to do what he wants to do. I don't think you should start bringing the First Amendment into things. You know, the way the case law has come down, um, if you are a publisher, you can't just, you know, without any real reason, just ban somebody like that. Right. Um, well, it's, it's just it's an interesting article because I'm trying to still trying to get my head around how this a publisher like a magazine, they don't really allow people to come. They still have the right to decide if who if they somebody writes in an article, a letter, whether or not they publish it in the letter section. Um, but you know, I'm, so I'm still having a hard time wrapping my head around how that designation will, will make it harder for them to be able to ban people, but I'm open to any solution because what's happening is people are being deplatformed, demonetized. They're being hurt financially. Uh, and it's, it's extended now from Facebook and Twitter to GoFundMe to Uber, PayPal, uh, bank accounts. Uh, now they're also seem to be following 
kind of the China communist plan of they're banning people who support them. So they didn't just ban Laura Loomer. The next step is they're banning people who post anything positive about them. So that's kind of like the communist uh, social demerit or social um, point system that they've got in communist China. I don't know if you're aware of that, but that's that's where we're at now. So they're not only banning certain people, but they're banning anybody that posts anything positive about them. And to me, there has to be some solution here. I, I don't know necessarily what it is, but I just can't imagine how we can have this go on in the United States to where we've got now multiple institutions that are involving finances and, you know, they're they're destroying people's means of communication and means of actually doing their business because these platforms are not just a means for people to say something, but there's businesses attached to these platforms. Well, I think that these big tech companies are acting as publishers. They're not acting as, you know, mere content providers. Mm-hmm. And so I think that all these lawsuits that might happen against them for banning these conservatives are, you know, free to go. And, you know, the courts have been, you know, very uh, clear on where they have brought down the law. You know, there's things you can't do. You can't discriminate against people. There's things you can't do, you know, as a, as a publisher. And so I think we're, you know, we're uh, breaking into new territory with right. these lawsuits, but it's time it starts happening because I think they're hiding behind the rubric of pretending to be both in order to get the benefits of, you know, getting outside of these losses. Sure. Well, we've got to do something because one of the main reasons why this is happening is because they are trying to tamp down any criticism of, of Islam. And that's a real problem for me because little by little, when we're seeing videos of these kids out there chanting, you know, that, you know, that's, that hasn't been banned. Kids singing songs about cutting off people's heads. You know, Hamas and all these terrorist organizations, they still have platforms. And anybody who criticizes anybody who, you know, supports terrorism or whatever, we're called Islamophobes. So it's like they can't get over, they can't get their policies over on us uh, and allow us to speak. And that's why they're trying to silence us. This is a very serious issue to me. This is much bigger to me than Laura Loomer or anybody, Paul Watson or whatever his name is, who I didn't even follow. To me, this is a means to an end for them, which is to transform this country from a constitutional republic to their little Marxist utopia uh, within which they have partnered uh, with the Islamists in this country. And so to me, it's very dangerous. That's the dots that I'm connecting and has me concerned. So I'm open to any idea that gets us back our freedoms. You wrote an interesting piece. We don't have time to really get into it too much about Ivanka Trump going over to Africa and helping uh, women over there with starting up businesses and um, and having a little bit more freedoms over there. And I think I think it's fascinating because uh, there, one of the ways in which the left, you know, criticizes says that America doesn't do enough, for example, in South America to help with the economic conditions there, and that's why so many people are coming here. Here, Ivanka Trump goes over to Africa, does something like that there to help the conditions there, so we have less people needing to come here. The media doesn't give her any play. No, of course not. I mean, she's helping the poorest women in the world here. This is, and she's doing it all without pay. But it's because the media hates. Donald Trump so much, and they're trying to portray him as anti-woman. So when his daughter goes and does way more than any of the other, you know, former president's daughters have ever done for poor people or, you know, Michelle Obama and on her, you know, glamorous trip to Africa mm-hmm. that she took, you know, Ivanka Trump actually went to Africa and all she did was work and get involved with these women's initiatives to help, 
get them financing and entrepreneurship, and the media has hardly covered it. I only found a few articles on CNN, and there was, like, no coverage on, you know, CNN, the TV. Right. Right. Of course not. You know, they'll show Michelle Obama glamping all day long or Hillary Clinton when she was secretary of state over there bumping and griming on the dance floor everywhere, doing nothing for anybody anywhere. So uh, you can read Rachel's articles. Rachel Alexander from The Stream. She's a great writer, great content. Thank you for being here, Rachel. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Now, stay tuned because we've got a shocking story involving the San Diego City attorney. Matt Valenti will be here to explain on the other side of the break. Don't go anywhere. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. Good afternoon, friends. Marty Schneider here. Got a question for you. Can you afford another loss in your investment portfolio, just like the one you might have taken back in 2008? Well, Hopefully, now that you're a little bit wiser and a little bit older, I'm going to bet the answer is no. Most people nearing retirement cannot take the same kind of risks that they took when they were younger. Now, if you believe this to be your case, I have some really good news for you. There's a strategy that is designed just for people like you and me. In 2008, when the stock market crashed, these clients using this strategy didn't lose one penny. And when the market goes up, you go up with it and the gains are locked in. But when the market goes back down, you're guaranteed not to lose. It's that simple. If you like that idea, call me for your free consultation. I'll show you how it works. It's eligible for your IRAs, 401k rollers, Roth IRAs, great account. Call me for your free visit, 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider, 1-800-727-7526. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare, and MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program. It's been around for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $2 billion of each other's medical bills, so they could help share your needs too. And best of all, you could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is around 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. So if you think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have much to offer, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. There's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 844-41-BIBLE. 
Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Hi, it's Mike Gallagher, inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand With Israel tour through the land of Israel in December of 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. We'll learn about the geopolitical, economic, and spiritual dynamics of one of the most fascinating places on earth. And you'll share experiences that will change how you view the world. Walk the ancient temple steps, touch the Western Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes. The list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. The 10-Day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019. Join the Stand with Israel Tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. FM 96.1, AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome, Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me tonight, rolling into our final segment here. Uh, shocking story uh, uh, came about in San Diego, and... Uh, it involves the city attorney who's being accused of covering up a child sex abuse scandal at a Balboa park. And the attorney who broke this news is Matt Valenti. And he joins me now. Hi, Matt. Welcome to the Andrea K show. Hi, Andrea. Thanks for having me. Okay. So, um, let me see if I understand the story, right? Sure. There the junior theater had, mm-hmm. uh, abuse of children. You going on, you emailed and alerted the city uh, attorney, Mara Elliott, of this, and instead of responding right. to you or investigating, she sent this information to an attorney representing the junior theater? That's correct. She sent it to Gil Cabrera, who is the uh, a trustee on the convention center board and apparently a political ally of hers. He wasn't just representing the theater, but he was actively involved in covering up the child abuse retaliating against witnesses and whistleblowers and doing a whole bunch of nasty things to make sure that the information about what junior theater did didn't come out. Wow. What was the nature of the uh, sexual abuse allegations? Well, there was uh, actually two abuse allegations. One that the executive director, Jimmy Saba had gone into a girl's dressing room and grabbed a girl by the shoulders and shook her while screaming at her. That's right. And, and while they were covering up that abuse at the same time, the Junior Theater Board, uh, including Krista Cabrera, who is Gil Cabrera's wife, they were very busy trying to look the other way when people were coming to them over and over and saying, there's a teacher at Junior Theater named Eric Von Metzke who is, quote unquote, dating 16 year old girl. They were warned. They didn't do anything. The board president wow. said, we're looking into it, never lifted a finger to stop Eric von Metzke. And two months later, he raped Jane Doe. Wow. Okay, so you went before the city council today. Tell us about that and what yeah. the result is. Sure. So um, I went before the city council, but also my wife, my daughters, um, other members of the junior theater community, people who had worked there, people who had their kids in the program who knew the truth. And we wanted to present uh, two things. The first was I wanted to present the evidence that I got in my public records lawsuit against the city of San Diego, which showed that Mara Elliott illegally 
uh, disclose this evidence that I had sent her to the main suspect of, of what I was complaining about, wow. that's Gil Cabrera. And then we also wanted to alert the city council to exactly how bad the cover-up was at Junior Theater and the dangers that still face the kids who are in the program. And what was the response? Um, lukewarm. I, I'm really hopeful that they will take action. I was glad that several of the council members, Monica Montgomery, um, uh, Georgette Gomez, Mark Kersey, and uh, Barbara Bree did seem to take it seriously, did seem to want to follow up and have some kind of investigation. I requested that they put a hold on Junior Theater's funding. Um, Junior Theater gets about $100,000 a year in tax dollars, plus free rent in Balboa Park. I don't think that the taxpayers should be spending money no. uh, on an organization that is covering up child abuse. Well, I love hello. Junior Theater and the, and the history of it. I don't want to see Junior Theater go away, but I want to see it run by people who will put the best interests and the safety of the kids first. Absolutely. It is an absolute outrage that there is a cover-up of child abuse happening in the city of San Diego, and it involves right. a taxpayer-funded organization. I've only got a couple of minutes left, but this is I, I saw that this Cabrero dude's response was like, oh, I've got my kids there. Well, that doesn't make me feel any better. That just tells me that you're reckless with your own children, man. Yeah, you know, just saying that I have my own kids in the program, that's not a defense. No. He might think that his own kids are safe from abuse because the people there know better than to, than to bother his own kids. But there were other kids who certainly were abused, and his friends on the board, including his wife, Krista, completely looked the other way. Well, this is an absolute outrage. Um, I don't know how much other media play it's getting. I saw a little bit on, on other networks, but this to me is absolutely this is absolutely shocking that this is going on. There needs to be a full fledged investigation immediately. Children need to be protected. Absolutely. They need to shut that place down and not give them another dime until it's been cleaned out. And I thank I you. Totally for, agree, Andrew. Yeah. Well, I thank you so much for your work, and hopefully we'll have you back, and and we'll hopefully we'll have more updates that there's going to actually be. An, pardon me. Happy to talk to you anytime, Andrea. All right. Well, thank you for being here. And again, we'll have you back for updates. Matt, Matt Valenti, thank you so much. Um, Got to end on a little more positive note because that just makes me just want to just jab myself in the eyeball with a pen to, to end my pain. Um, here's a little good news, DJ Carrot Sticks. Um, there was some, the, some Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee tweeted out a poll. You don't do a lot of tweeting, but you can do poll questions on, on Twitter. And they posed the question, do you want more Supreme Court justices like Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Or do you want more justices like Brett Kavanaugh? <laughs> they had to take the poll down. Their polls usually are up for like 24 hours. They had to take the poll down and delete it because it showed Justice Ginsburg. She only got 29% and Kavanaugh got 71%, uh, which has uh, got – it's a complete shock to them. I got to be honest. I'm a little surprised myself because there's been so much media play pushing out the the phony myth that is RBG. That she's some, you know, great advocate for women when she's done a lot of damage to this country. Um, so uh, they, and particularly then you talk about the damage that I seem to have been permanently done against Justice Kavanaugh with the attempts to to destroy him. I mean, half the country still believes the false accusations. This man had raped people and even led gang rapes. Um, but that just really did my heart good to show that, uh, first of all, it shows that America is paying attention. Can't underestimate Americans out there, right? 
but it also shows that uh, Justice Kavanaugh, I think he might have overcome some of what was done to him. Hey, we'll be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Have a great night, everybody. Love you, Justice Kavanaugh. You keep doing what you're doing, man. Have a great night, everybody. It's RBG.